Now today I want to turn back to the story of the dry bones, the valley of the dry bones. Now I've always thought that this passage of scripture should actually be read sometime towards the end of October. After all, it's a frightening passage and we even have songs that kind of help with it. Dim bones, dim bones, dim dry bones. We try to help with it, but it's still a frightening story. It's a valley filled with bones. And not just any old bones, but dead, dry bones, bones that don't have any marrow in them. I sometimes thought that if you were to let a dog loose in the valley, they'd be very happy. But no, those bones are so dry, even my dogs would not want to get anywhere close to them. Fanny, who loves bones, would go up and sniff one and turn her head and walk away because they're so dry. They have no life in them, no marrow in them. They are brittle and worthless. And they're scattered. They're not in groups. They're scattered all over the place. There's no chance at all that these bones will be good for anything, useful for anything. Instead, they ought to just be buried. They're worthless. They can't be used. They can't come back to life. They have no purpose at all. God says, mortal, can these bones live? And Ezekiel answered, oh Lord God, you know. Then the Lord said to me, prophesy to these bones. And say to them, O oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones. And say to them, O oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones. I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. I will lay sinews upon you, and will cause flesh to come upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live. And you shall know that I am the Lord. These bones shall live. You shall live. These words are for us, my sisters and brothers. These words are for us in the midst of these days. In the midst of these frightening times, when we don't know what's going to happen next, when we don't know how big the infected number will get and how big the death number will rise, when we feel all is hopeless, when we check online to see if we can order our groceries to be picked up at Walmart and we discover that they don't have any bread and they don't have any potatoes and they don't have any ranch dressing and they don't have my shampoo. Why don't they have my shampoo? Who's hoarding that? 
in these days when we don't know what's happening next, in these days when we don't know what the future will bring, in these days when we wish we could come to church and join in worship and greet each other with handshakes and hugs and kisses, and we know we can't for fear of harming each other, for fear of harming those we love. We must sit six feet apart for fear of harming the most vulnerable among us. In these days, we are like a valley of dry, dead bones with no hope, where every option is above our pay grade as a people. And decisions are made for us often very far away. We are just like a valley of dry and dead bones. It can be tempting to wallow in this. It can be tempting to just let it all go and refuse to crawl out of bed. More than once this week, I had to get out of bed only because my dogs wanted outside, not because I wanted to get up, turn on the TV and hear more bad news. It's easy to think that it's all over, to think that we're a bunch of dry bones. But the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news of the faith is that that's not true. Prophesy to the breath, God says. Prophesy, mortal, and say to the breath, thus says Adonai Elohim, Almighty God, the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived, and stood on their feet a vast multitude. Breathe on these slain that they may live. Life tends to slay us, friends. This virus that we have been protecting others and ourselves from slays us. But the Lord God, Adonai Elohim, the creator of the universe, says, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain. We're not talking about the virus-infected breath of the sick and the dying. We can't do this. It is beyond our ability to bring these bones back to life, these bones here back to life. We can't do it. It takes God. It takes the creator of this universe. It takes the breath of God, the spirit of God, God's presence. In Hebrew, breath and wind and spirit are all ruach. That's the Hebrew word. You actually make breath when you say it, ruach. You're almost breathing on others when you say it. Come from the four winds is a poetic metaphor of saying, a way of saying, 
the Spirit of God from all creation, from all over the place, comes to bring life, spirit, breath to us. When God created the earth creature, the human, the Adam, and breathed into him, and he becomes a living spirit, the Hebrew word there is ruach, breathed in, blew in to him. And he became a living spirit. That's what we are promised. In times like these, that is what we are promised. That no matter what our situation may be, no matter how far down we have been pushed, no matter what the disaster we may face, and let us not fool ourselves, this is a calamity, friends. We are held in captivity just as assuredly as the Babylonians were, holding the Israelites in captivity. We are held in captivity just as certainly as the Jews were held captive. We are held captive. We cry out, our bones have dried up. Our hope is lost. We are cut off completely. That is what we're crying. I talked to people this week who are crying that. I'm lonely. I'm afraid. I don't know what's going to happen. I haven't spoken to somebody else in days and days. I haven't seen somebody else other than on TV or live stream in over a week. I feel separated, cut off completely. These words spoken here in Ezekiel, the cry of the people can be our cry too. It is. Therefore prophesy, God says, and say to them, thus says the Lord God, I'm going to open your graves and bring you up from your graves, O my people, and I will bring you back from the land, to the land of Israel, and you shall know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and bring you up from your graves, O my people. I will put my spirit within you, and you shall live. And I will place you on your own soil. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken and will act, says the Lord. When we think all is lost, and we're done, kaput, fine, finished, then God acts. It takes time. It took time in Ezekiel's day. This is a part of biblical history a lot of people don't know about. The Israelites had been defeated by the Babylonians. The Jewish nation, the nation of Judea, was defeated by the Babylonians and carted off into captivity in about 590 B.C. Ezekiel was one of those who was carted off into captivity. And his last prophecy was about 570 B.C. Yet the exile didn't end. God didn't bring them back from Babylon to Israel. God didn't restore them to their nation until the 530 
decade BC, until the 530s. In other words, 60 to 70 years the Israelites were in exile. A generation, two generations, three generations of people were in exile in Babylon. And 30 years passed from this prophecy until it actually occurred. In a nation, a valley of dry bones nation was brought back into existence. The Jews were allowed to return from Babylon. Jerusalem and rebuild the temple and rebuild the city and reestablish Judah as a nation. In other words, while the promise is immediate, sometimes it takes time for God's will to work itself out, for fulfillment to come. That's similar to what happened in the story with regards to Lazarus. Jesus could have been there in time to save Lazarus, to keep Lazarus from dying. The people there were very upset, very confused, very concerned. Why couldn't this man have kept his friend from dying, they said. He could have. But Jesus came, and he ordered them to remove the stone. He prayed to the Father, and then he said, Lazarus, come out. And a man who had been dead for four days, so dead that he stank, comes out of the tomb. Jesus speaks, Lazarus, come out. And Lazarus comes out. The breath of God in Jesus speaks, and it is done. How is Jesus speaking to us today. How is Jesus speaking to a valley of dry bones world today? How is Jesus speaking to our dry bones today? Is he saying to us as he said to Lazarus, come out? Oh, my brothers and sisters, the time will come when we will. The time will come when this will pass, and we can come out. But just like the Israelites, it took time. Just like the Israelites, there is a period of captivity. Just like Lazarus, there was a period in the grave. Just like us today, we must take care care for those we love and those we don't even know by being careful and by following the directives of social distancing and shelter in place to ensure that others and ourselves can weather this storm. But hear the good news. We may be a valley of dry bones now. But with the spirit, the ruach, the breath of God coming upon us, we will rise up. Sinew and flesh and skin will come upon these bones and we will rise up. 
This church will rise up. This community will rise up. This nation will rise up. This world will rise up. And we will live. Trust in the grace of God. In his spirit. In the word of Jesus. Partake of all the many means of grace through prayer and the reading of Scripture and the study of Scripture. Come to these live stream broadcasts. Find others to watch too. Drink deeply of the grace that Jesus has for us. Take this time to dive into the Word and to study and to learn and to grow. Take this time to dive into your family's relationships and grow with your spouse and grow with your children and grow together in love. When you can't meet personally, take advantage of the technologies we have by phone and FaceTime and Internet to reconnect with family and friends and colleagues. And even though it has to be by long distance, spend time with each other. So much has been removed from our daily living. Take the time we now have to grow in faith, in grace, and with each other. This can be a gift. The time of exile can be a gift. And the good news is still there. The good news that we, this valley of dry bones, shall live. Receive the breath of God. Receive his grace. And worship the King. In spirit and in truth today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And may God's people say, In your presence, Lord.